There's a lot of fake Jason Duncans out there, but man, if you're looking for the most real of all of them, this guy, he, he's the most real Jason Duncan. And uh, you're, you're talking about the root of all success. It's a good one. It's, it's what all of us need as entrepreneurs. Uh, it's what we should all be working towards. Welcome to the root of all success with the real Jason Duncan, a podcast that explores how the world's most powerful entrepreneurs unlocked success and how their stories can help you do the same. A successful educator turned entrepreneur, Jason has built multi-million dollar businesses that have been featured in Inc. Magazine and Entrepreneur Magazine. His life's mission now is helping entrepreneurs live what he calls hashtag the exit lifestyle. Introducing TEDx speaker, mastermind leader, author, entrepreneur, cigar aficionado, motorcycle enthusiast, and host of the root of all success, the real Jason Duncan. The real Jason Duncan. Welcome back to another episode. I am the real Jason Duncan. You can call me JD. Happy to have you here with me today. And if you haven't yet subscribed to the podcast, please take just a minute, hit the pause button, go to wherever you're listening to this on your phone or computer and click the subscribe. And then if you don't mind leaving a little review, that would be fantastic. We've got all five-star reviews. Everybody loves the show and I want the world to know about it because the more people listen to this, the more inspiration we give to entrepreneurs out there that they too can become successful by listening to what these other entrepreneurs have done. So thank you for doing that. Now, today on the show, I've got a guy named Dr. Jeff Sudet. He is in the top 1% providers of light force, Invisalign, and dental monitoring nationwide. Um, he is a serial entrepreneur, started his first business at the age of 16 while he was in high school, starting a tennis camp. He is a proud member of CTEC, which is a technology-focused advisory board to the AAO, and he co-founded a company called Bright Referral. We're going to talk about that on the show today because it's his new venture. It's his new thing that he's doing on top of his very successful orthodontic practice in Minneapolis, Minnesota called Mint Ortho. And you can look him up at mintortho.com or brightreferral.co. Uh, this guy has a podcast called The Bite that's going to be coming out soon. I was a guest on his show and uh, we are, I'm, I'm just happy to know Jeff. Jeff is a great guy, very fun to talk to and very successful. He's built the dental practice or the orthodontic practice that you wish you had in your town. And you're going to hear how he did that today on the Root of All Success. So please help me welcome Dr. Jeff Sudit to the show. Jeff, welcome to the show, man. Man, thanks for having me. I love it. I like that. I like that energy. That's, uh, I can see why that pumps you up. You know, you, you got to get one of those going for me every time, but, uh, but I like it. That's awesome. You know, well, I, so, so I've been doing the podcast for a while and I know you're a podcaster too. That's how we met. You invited me to be on your show and now here we are with you on mine. But I, but I originally had a team who, who was kind of guiding me, coaching me through getting this thing set up. And they said, you got to have a professional intro done. And I did, but the first one was not, I, I ran with it for like probably 70. No, I ran with it for hundred episodes, 99 episodes. Is okay. what you just heard that yep. new intro music. I, I re-recorded and had a new voice actor do it all and wrote the script uh, for yep. episode 100 moving forward. And you're episode 145, so uh, it's good energy, man. It's I like it. It's, it's it's great energy. I love it. <laughs> so, Doctor Jeff Sudet from Minneapolis, Minnesota, uh, the owner of and founder of MintOrtho.com. 
So you have a podcast that is, uh, let's talk about that first. You have a podcast that kind of caters to your industry in the dental and orthodontist stuff. Tell everybody a little bit about, about that because podcasters like, or podcast listeners like listen to podcasts and there may be a dentist or two out there who wants to hear your show. So tell them a little bit about it. Yeah, for sure. So the, uh, the podcast is called the bite. Um, the idea is it, it, it's certainly geared towards orthodontists and, and the ortho industry. Um, there are, there are a few ortho or, or dental podcasts out there. Um, I, I'm not a huge fan of any of them. They're kind of the same thing over and over interviewing all the best people in the industry, things like that. Um, what I wanted to do, and I, I love thinking outside the box and being a contrarian and doing, doing all kinds of crazy things. So I want to take experts like yourself in all the other industries out there I can come up with and find out what they did differently and, and what they're doing, you know, unique compared to everyone else in their industry. Um, and then use that to somehow spin it and come up with something creative that we can do in our practices. So it, it's not a whole lot of a tooth talk, dental talk, like, you know, um, but it, it's, it's ways of, uh, of, of spinning things in a, in a fun way that, that might be a little bit more on that entrepreneurial, entrepreneurial side. Yeah. So it's called the bite and you can pick yep. that up on any podcast player out there. So, uh, so, so go yeah. check that out. Yeah. It, ha it hasn't been uh, pushed out yet. We've, we've recorded about 10 episodes and, oh, uh, okay. uh, yep. So that it's going to be coming out soon. Oh, well you need to hit release, man. There's a I good know. dude in there that did one of your episodes out here. It's going to be a great show. <laughs> That's right. It is going to be a good show. I've got Jason Duncan up here and you know, everyone else is kind of down here so far. So I, I, I got to well, build it up a little bit more. Uh, well, you did a good, you did a good job of the, of the interview. I, I, I guess I misunderstood or missed the story. I thought it was already kind of going, but, uh, but good on you for getting into the podcasting because it does, it does put you in a kind of a new, new, uh, light, a new dynamic is set between you and other people when you have a podcast. Um, it's kind of like being an author. It's not quite as good as being an author, but it's still up there. So I think your, your success will continue to build. So did you always want to be in the dental industry? Man, I, I was like four years old and I just had a passion for looking in people's mouths. No, I, I, uh, no, my, my dad, my dad was a dentist, is a dentist. Um, and I loved the flexibility he had. I mean, he, he never, he never missed sporting events. We did vacations. He got to set his own schedule. And, and I loved that. Um, I love talking to people and being with people. Um, I started off in the, in the business school, uh, Red McCombs business school at university of Texas. Um, and figured out pretty quickly that, you know, I, I just, I wasn't into the math. I, I wasn't, you know, trying to get into economics and, and deal with that. So I, I kind of pivoted quickly and started thinking medical. And, and the more that I dove into those pre-meds, pre-dental classes, um, the more I wanted to do it, but, but dentist wasn't for me. And, and I figured that out after I graduated dental school, I, I'm too AD, you know, sitting here doing this podcast is, is enough sitting for me. If I could do it the right way, I'd be pacing around and the camera would just kind of track me. Um, I, I like seeing, I like talking to people all day and moving around. Um, so seeing, you know, 60 to 80 patients a day in, in orthodontics is perfect for me. I get to move around like crazy all day. Yeah. So, you know, what's interesting about what you just said that I would have never guessed is that you said your dad as a dentist had plenty of flexibility and never missed anything. And in my perspective of being a, uh, you know, a patient of a dentist, a patient of a doctor, a patient of a chiropractor, et cetera, is that they don't have flexibility and that, that they're stuck in this office and have to go from door to door to door every day. 
why do I have a wrong impression? I mean, I'm, I'm not asking you to diagnose me, but why do people think, or was your dad different or is, or is that the way all of them are? No, I mean, I think it's, the answer is it's both, right? And, and you know, knowing what I know now about business is yes. I think you're, you're certainly pigeonhole when it comes to the flexibility. That said, he's still the boss of the business and, you know, as am I. And, and if, you know, six weeks from now, I want a day off because it's my birthday coming up. I'm going to block that day off and, and can figure it out. Now you need, you need to plan for it and be scheduled. It's not like tomorrow. I'm not feeling like going to work and I'm just going to call 80 patients and let them know it doesn't quite work like that. Um, but you know, you're, you're not an employee that is, um, bound to the constraints of, of, you know, what everyone else has to do. So, so would you, was it fair to say then one of the, um, goals that you had, as a child or as a teenager looking towards the potential career that you would choose, the life that you would choose was I want flexibility and, and dental dental industry can provide that. Is that, is that, is that a correct way of looking at it? Yeah, no, absolutely. I, I think, um, you know, I, I wish I will get into this. I wish I had more flexibility now, but yes, I, I think I, I wanted to be present for my kids. Um, I, I wanted to, you know, have a great relationship with my wife and be able to, to, do what I wanted to do when I wanted to do it. Um, and I love to talk to people and, you know, help people and, and all of, all of that, that, that comes with it. So I, I do love what I do. Um, I'm in, I'm in the right area. Uh, but I, I, yeah, the answer to your question. Yes. Flexibility. So flexibility is big. So you've, you've had some flexibility, but you, you want more, but let's, before we get into that side of it, let's talk about how you got your start. So I assume, it's lots and lots of years of college. And then, and then you kind of go out and work for somebody else. Is that, is that the standard, standard route? You know, the industry is changing a little bit to answer your question with school. Yes. You know, we, you go from, um, 10 to 10 to 12 years of, of schooling. Um, you start off with four years of undergrad, then four years of dental school. That's true of everyone. And then if you specialize and become an orthodontist, you're doing another two to three years. Um, when it comes to finishing up, there's some people traditionally that start their own practice when they wrap up a lot, go and work for someone else. And these days, a lot of them are going into corporate groups. The, the student debt um, is so significant compared to what it used to be <clears throat> that a lot of these corporate groups um, have come in and, and offer a higher salary and they, you know, you end up kind of stuck in that, in that system. So for so me, I'm sorry. For, so for me personally, um, I wasn't quite ready to start my own practice when I graduated. So I went and joined a, a family member, um, not a family member, a good family friend who grew up with my dad in Austin, Texas. Um, and I started there and I practiced there for about three, three and a half years before I moved back to Minneapolis and started my own. How many, how many uh, people come right out of dental school and start their own practice? Do you know, like percentage wise? I don't, I don't know if I know the percentage. I, these days it's, it's fairly low. I mean, I think those, those that are, you know, have their head on they're they're ready to do their own thing and, and know the business they'll, they'll jump in and do it. But there's, there's so much to learn. You got to get so fast, so quickly, um, that, that these days it's probably not a huge percentage. Well, do you, do you think that so, so there's a low percentage of people that go in on their own first and start their own practice. But, but a lot of dentists, a lot of orthodontists have their own practice. That's at least one from my perspective. I don't know, I don't know what corporate does versus people have their own practice. But, but would you also say that the percentage of 
those doctors who are good entrepreneurs is even lower than that because it seems to me like most of them are very not very good businessmen, but they do great as a as a practitioner. Yeah, I'd say less than one percent. I mean, it, traditionally, um, there's zero training when it comes to the business side of things. These days, they're they're starting to offer you know a few courses out there. A lot of the the business schools are are you know seeing the this niche and kind of helping helping some students out in a great way. Um, but everything you you learn on the fly, you learn as you go. So to answer your question about the you know successful businessmen out there, um, it's an incredibly small percentage. Yeah, it it seems to me like doctors, uh, whether it's a, a an MD or it's a dentist, orthodontist, chiropractor, that most of those guys are practitioners. They're not business owners. They start a practice. And they experience some sort of success, but they're really just building a very high paying job for themselves. Uh, and I think that you are one of the people, um, because the way we got introduced, I mean, you're playing at a different level. Uh, I, no other doctor, dentist, or chiropractor has ever invited me to be on their podcast because they don't have them. They don't, they're not doing them. You're playing in a, you're playing in a different air, uh, than they are. So wh why are you different? What was, what is it about your practice that allows you to play at a higher level than what most of your colleagues are playing. Yeah, it's a great question. And, and I've always considered myself an entrepreneur who straightens teeth, you know, rather than an orthodontist that, that does some of the other things. Um, I, I try to do everything differently and, and by differently, you know, it, it sounds so easy, but I try to put myself in the patient's shoes. So when, when I started my practice, mint ortho, um, I sat down with my wife and, and we came up with everything that we hated about going to the doctor. You know, we, we came up with, um, you walk into these old offices that smell weird and have old magazines from the eighties and you sit there and you wait and you fill out all this paperwork and then you see the doctor for 30 seconds and then you wait in line again and you pay. And we, we came up with this long list of everything we hated and we came up with solutions to each one of those things. So in my office, patients don't wait, they don't fill out paperwork. Everything is, you know, verbally taken. We do a lot of um, virtual appointments and, and making things as convenient as possible. We don't hide the prices. So people see that before they come in. It's just, it's a unique experience compared to what else is offered out there. Um, and it's exactly what I would want as a patient. Yeah. Why, why do, why do dentists and doctors hide prices? What, what is, what is that about? Uh, you know, it, it's such a, it's such a hard question. It's something that the consultants out there always used to preach and they, you know, whether it's, you don't want to scare someone away um, or it's just vague and there's, you know, insurance related things and no one really knows the answer. I, I don't have an answer for it. I, I've never done it. Um, for me, I, people coming into my office, I want them to know, you know, maybe not exactly what it's going to cost. Cause it's hard to say without doing x-rays and, and everything else, but um, I want them to have an idea so they're not wasting my time. I'm not wasting their time. It's win-win for both, in my opinion. <laughs> I had a funny experience in October. We own, we own a cabin in the Smoky Mountains that we do short-term rental Airbnb, Verbo stuff. And we had we just closed on it at the end of September. So we're out there in October kind of getting it ready. And there were some trees I wanted to cut down. And I, so I had, I had my chainsaw and I was out working all day on the side of this hill behind our cabin cutting, cutting down cutting down small trees, nothing, nothing big. And, uh, I, I hit my knee, <laughs> I hit my knee with the chainsaw oh. and I looked down, I'm like, Oh my gosh, you know, my pants were all jacked up. And I thought this is not going to be good now. And so then I pulled my pants up 
you know, to, to, from the bottom of the leg. And I'm like, Oh, it was terrible. It was hamburger meat. It was blood everywhere. It's like, Oh, oh. now it didn't hurt. It didn't hurt at all. Yeah. But, but the end of that story is we go to an urgent care. My wife takes me to urgent care and we're self-pay. We do, we do one of these, uh, we do Samaritan's ministries. I don't know if you're familiar with it, but it's kind of a MediShare program. So we've always done it, which sure. means we're self-pay when we go to the doctor. So we pay. And then at the end of the day, the, the Samaritan ministry things kind of fixes it, uh, pays for it. But so when we go in, we always say we're self-pay. <laughs> that lady looked at me from behind the counter. She goes, oh, well, you know this is going to cost $400. And I said, well, <laughs> sign me up. Like, what do you, what do you want me to do? Like I'm here with a knee that's bleeding. Cause I hit it with a chainsaw. Right. I don't care and, how much it costs. Fix me. And you don't know, you know, I, th that's like my, my daughter, she was, um, she was a year and a half and she broke her arm and we, we go there and, and they're putting a cast on and they're literally, you know, taking this pink thing and about to wrap it around her arm. And I go, you know, out of curiosity, do you guys offer a waterproof, option you know it's, it's, we, bat, taking a bath is an issue with a one and a half year old and they're like yeah but it costs an extra 45 dollars and i'm like <laughs> lady what <laughs> we'll, we'll do that you know maybe lead with that next time so we didn't have to keep her arm in a bag for you know so it, it, between that and and people just not knowing the prices because you never know you go and have a you know operation done you don't know if it's going to be 25 dollars or fourteen thousand dollars sometimes yeah, so. well, and there's lots of people that are doing these, these these studies on price discrepancies on certain procedures across the country. Reader's Digest has published some of this stuff about how you've got to shop your medical procedures, which is kind of crazy. But I love what you're doing because you sat down and said, hey, I don't want anything. I don't want this to be a negative experience. And one of those things is, is transparent pricing to the extent that you can give it because you can't. Obviously, right. like you said, you don't know some things before going in. But, uh, but I love that. And, and it, it, it exemplifies what an entrepreneur who straightens teeth looks like, as opposed to a, an entre an orthodontist who's trying to figure out business. So yep. congratulations on Thank you. building something <laughs> significant. Now it's, it wasn't all that always that way. Was it? I mean, did you, you worked three years in Austin and then you started your own practice. Did you, when you started your own practice, was it a hundred percent what it is today? Or was there a growth learning curve to get you to where you know how to do that stuff? I, you know, th there was, there was a small image of it in my head that I was always working towards. Um, but no, absolutely. It's grown. It was, it was me and one employee on, on day one. Um, and, you know, trying to figure out the processes and the systems and, and the way to get it all, all moving in the right direction. And I think we're up to about 14, 14 team members now. So, um, certainly not, uh, not what it was, uh, five years ago. That's for sure. Now you're, you consider yourself a serial entrepreneur because back in high school, you created your own tennis camp. Tell me a little bit about that story. So I was 16 and I was working, um, but tennis was always kind of my, yeah, I played a lot of sports, but tennis was my sport. And I was working in a, um, uh, a high end country club kind of out, out West of the city. And I'm stringing this old lady's racket and she happens to be a Pillsbury. So, you know, I knew who she was. And she leans over and she goes, you're doing such a great job. I'm going to give you a tip. And as a 16 year old, you know, I'm thinking, great. I'm, I'm, you know, going to get something from this Pillsbury. It's going to be amazing. She digs down deep into her pocket and she pulls out a lollipop that she got from the bank and she hands it to me. And she goes, you know, thank you so much for stringing my racket. And I, I think I quit two days later. I was like, I can, I can do this differently and better. So I, I started doing private lessons and then it grew into a camp, um, I, I teamed up with the captain of the the girls tennis team and it, you know, grew into 
20 kids coming like two or three times a day. And, and the, the pay was significantly higher than the, uh, the lollipop I got from Pillsbury. <laughs> <laughs> so, so that's, that's what I did in high school, which, uh, which, which was great. It was, it was a lot more fun than, than working for someone else. So from that experience, uh, did you take any one or two pieces of, uh, you know, like that experience into what you're now doing as, as an entrepreneur today? Let's take a quick break to thank our amazing sponsors for making this podcast possible. As an entrepreneur, I know that you have to deal with sales on a regular basis. I mean, every entrepreneur does. And if you aren't paying attention to sales as an entrepreneur, you're not going to be an entrepreneur for very long. But I've got a sponsor of this show called Dub that helps you bring the personal back to sales. If you want to figure out how to improve content creation, improve client trust, improve your sales process, decrease the sales cycle, because we all know time kills deals. If you want to increase client bookings and increase conversions, you need to take a look at Dub. There's a special offer for Dub for listeners to the root of all success at therealjasonduncan.com slash Dub, and that's D-U. BB. I've been using this for years. I'm a huge fan and I'm so honored that they're our primary sponsor of the podcast, but they have helped over 60,000 businesses around the world communicate better, to make sales easier, to make sales more personal. And it's built for growing teams. I mean, you can set up video emails, you can set up custom onboarding, you can do admin reporting. You need around video and sales and automation Dub is there. You can try Dub now. Your conversions to sales are waiting. All you got to do is go to therealjasonduncan.com slash dub. And there you're going to get two weeks for free to try Dub. Plus, you're going to get 50% off your first two months of Dub. You can't beat that. So go check it out. Go to therealjasonduncan.com slash dub. I love talking about this sponsor because it's oftentimes a lot of people talk about sponsors on their shows or have sponsors and they either don't use them or they might've used them once and they're not really in love with it. They just take their money. <laughs> and, and certainly there's nothing wrong with that. But this sponsor, this one of my sponsors of the podcast is Story, S-T-O-R-Y-Y. Two whys, why? Because they're awesome. If you've ever wondered how these influencers do their Instagram reels and their TikToks and their YouTube shorts to look so amazing where they've got the Zoom cuts and the pop-ups and the on-screen illustrations, whether it's cartoons or actual images or videos that get responses, that people go, ooh, I want to talk to that. If you want to know how people do that, that is exactly what Story does. They take your videos and they make you look like an influencer. They make you become an influencer. And they will post it for you. They'll write the captions. They'll add the relevant hashtags. They put it on the platforms that you care about the most. And after that content's posted, they take it even one step further to boost it to your past clients, your leads, or anyone that you want to target. And they even have someone log into your social media profile to engage with other people's posts to drive engagement on your profile. Story truly takes a headache away from doing social media content from start to finish. And they have a mission to help people nurture and cultivate their relationships by sharing your message digitally. And they even have an app that makes it easy to upload your content and track everywhere your video is at. And I've been using them for a long time. And I told them, I said, look, guys, I love what you're doing. I want to recommend you to everybody. You need to be a sponsor of my podcast. 
And so they're a co-sponsor of this podcast, and they're also the exclusive sponsor of my live webinar series, Entrepreneur Master Series, because they're that good. I tell everybody about them. So go to therealjasonduncan.com slash story to learn more. And that's therealjasonduncan.com slash story, S-T-O-R-Y-Y. Why are there two Ys? Because they're awesome. You'll get 10% off your first three months if you go to that link, therealjasonduncan.com slash story. Thanks for listening to our sponsors. Now, back to the show. Oh, man. Um, I I think the ability to talk to people. You know, here I am as this 16-year-old explaining to parents and having conversations that, you know, you should trust your kid with me and, and, you know, I I can teach them as well as the fanciest country club out there. Um, So I think you're always selling. You're always talking to people. Um, confidence in yourself, those, those kind of things were probably the big takeaways. Yeah. And, and I don't think entrepreneurs can underestimate how important it is having that be ability to connect with people, yep. to the, the ability to communicate. Frankly, I've, I have, I have times, there are times when people reach out to me and they want to be coached by me. And that first interaction is so awkward. I'm like, dude, I don't know that like, entrepreneurship <laughs> is in your blood. I don't think this is yeah. going to work. Of course, I don't say that. I got to yeah. tactfully figure out how yeah. I'm either going to work with this person <laughs> to get them where they need to go, yep. or I guess kind of steer them back towards some other faceless thing that they can do that doesn't require interaction. But I don't think we can underestimate that. And you now work on the thing that one of the things that we pay attention to in our interactions more than anything else. And that is people's smiles. And I know you put in your show notes or that I, is that you, you can, you notice straight teeth or, or not before any other physical feature. Now, has that always been the case or is that only the case now that you're doing this? full time? <laughs> uh, usually not straight teeth is, is what I pick up on, but no, I mean, it's, I, I was a, uh, I was a psych major um, after, after I was in the business school and I was figuring out my dental thing, I, I kind of did a double major in psych and I love that side of things. And I love what a smile can, can do. I mean, it sounds so cheesy, but from interviewing to connecting with people to significant others and everything, a, a smile can be so huge. Um, and, and there's nothing that, you know, gets me going and, and, or hurts me. Like when a, when a patient walks in and they kind of cover their mouth when they talk or, you know, I'll, I'll have one of this thing that I do where my treatment coordinator who works with the patient takes a kid out um, the door and I have a discussion with a parent. If I think that a kid might be getting teased or bullied, you know, price goes out the window and they, they can have it for whatever they want, but there's, there's no chance that I'm, I'm not treating that kid and getting braces or Invisalign on that kid as fast as I can to make them feel better. So I, I, to answer your question, I, 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 I see it. I, I, you know, I see it on, on pretty much everyone I talk to. Uh, but like you said, I don't call it out and, you know, point at everyone and say, man, <laughs> get to my office as fast as you can. <laughs> well, you were, you were kind to me when I was asking you some stuff about my teeth before. <laughs> you're like, you got I, more problems than you think. I, I, I try. <laughs> and, and that was me being kind. No, <laughs> no, you're good. <laughs> well, I think, I think the teeth thing is really important. I mean, my, I had braces as a kid, you know, my teeth are, are, are fairly straight. I have one that, that kind of went back reverted after I had braces, but nothing that has ever caused me the issue. Nobody's ever said anything, but I, but, I, but I tell you, there are some people that I follow on, uh, on Instagram or whatever. And, and there's one person in particular. And I think about, man, dude, just go get that fixed. I can't not look at it. Every time I see it, it's like, <laughs> you've got to get that fixed. Cause 
the, the person, the person I'm thinking about, they're very successful, very gr great at what they do. I'd love to love to meet them at some point because they're really, really wonderful. But I'm thinking, dude, you're on video every day, man. Just how, how much could that be? Just go fix right. it. Go fix no, that because it draws your attention away. There's for sure the cosmetics of it, but, but even more so, you know, the, not more so, but just as much, there's these other health benefits too. And they're finding out more and more all the time when, you know, it's harder to keep your teeth clean when they're not straight. And that, that bacteria can work its way down and it, it, you know, is involved in heart health and gut health and, and everything else. So, um, there, there's a lot of, a lot of perks to, to going and meeting your, your local orthodontist. That's for sure. So what is, I know you're, you're the number and the top 1% provider of Invisalign. So there's a lot of, in, from what I hear as a patient on this side of things, my daughter went through and did Invisalign or one, a version of that. I don't know which one she did. Um, there's a lot of, uh, what's, what's the one, what's the one that's here based here in Nashville. And they went through a lawsuit not too long ago. It's not Invisalign. It's one of their smile direct club. Is that those guys S smile by design or smile direct club or something smile like direct that club? Yep. Yep. Yeah. And there was this whole thing about, you no, know, if you're not being seen by a, a, a licensed orthodontist, you can't do this. What, what are your thoughts around that as an industry? Yeah. So, um, what you're referring to is, is, you know, those online providers where there's, you're not going in to see a doctor. You might be meeting a, a tech or an assistant that scans your teeth, or they send you an impression and you kind of make that gooey impression. You send it in and they, they make, um, aligners for your teeth. Um, there's a lot of risks involved with that, you know, for something that's a tiny little tooth or a, a little fix, um, there, there's something to be said. And, and I think it's us as orthodontists fault that, that, you know, industry came to be, um, whether it's lack of creativity or prices that are too high, things like that. Um, but man, we've seen a lot of damaged cases. The, the issue is that Invisalign or, or any of those aligners is how we move teeth, but we need space to move teeth. And if you're not able to touch the patient, the, the only way to get space is to push things out and move things forward. And that can really mess with your gum tissue and you can lose teeth. Uh, one of the, the small fine print things that those companies say is we straighten your teeth, but we don't fix your bite. So a lot of times you get patients that get straight teeth, but they're only touching on one or two teeth afterwards. So we, we you know offer um, second opinions to those kind of companies on a regular basis. So whether you've seen a dentist or an orthodontist, there's some pretty, pretty big advantages in, in going to see people to know what they're doing. Yeah. Well, that's the case with every, I think everything that's a business coach, that's a doctor, that's a dentist, that's a chiropractor. I mean, you don't want to go to the guy that, that doesn't know what he's doing because they can actually screw you up worse than you already were, or, you know, before you walked in the door. Yep. Now you've got, you've got mint ortho and you're up to, you're killing it. I mean, things are going really good, very successful. Um, and you've got this other company, Bright Referral, that you're working on too. So tell tell me a little bit about what that is and how that got started. Yeah, so um, my wife, who's an absolute rock star, she's the she's the smarter one of the two of us. She she had a, a you know pretty badass career and job in in advertising, um, working for some pretty major companies and and has some awesome clients. Um, she quit her job about eight months ago. Um, to focus on this business. And, and really it was, it was an idea that I had where I was with the dentist and he was telling me that he, you know, sending over his, his eighth or ninth patient of the month um, when I took him out for happy hour. And, you know, I hadn't seen any of those patients that I could think of. So I'm sitting there thinking, you know, 
okay, thanks for, for at least saying you're referring people. Um, and it drove me crazy not knowing who was sending people and how often. And we, we track that pretty well in the office. But the, the old school way of doing things and the way it's always been done is a dentist hands a piece of paper to a patient and says, go and see, you know, Dr. Suited at Mint Ortho. And the patient loses that piece of paper. They don't follow up with it. Their kids are all over the place and they lose track of it. Um, so I don't know how often it gets handed out. And the patient certainly doesn't know anything about me when they receive that piece of paper. So what we did is with, with Bright Referral is we digitized the process. So the dentist now takes a card or some object that has our technology in there and they touch it to the patient's phone and the patient instantly has all of our information. They can learn all about the practice. They can schedule online. They can submit a virtual image of their teeth and I can give them a price quote. They can learn about our reviews and everything else. And on my end as the specialist, I know that that referral was made. So I get all the data and, and data's king, right? So I get to track all these new things that were never tracked before. Um, how many people are sending patients, how often, you know, the type of patient that gets sent over. Um, I, I'm able to follow up with those patients instantly and get them in my office. So we're, we're using that in the dental industry, but we're also rolling it out to medical and, and real estate and, and a lot of different industries. Um, and it, it's going well so far. It's a lot of fun. So this is a technology company that solves a problem you have in your industry. That's right. It is primarily hundred percent a, a, a uh, technology company, um, very data driven and, and ways to move around marketing dollars and, and um, create solutions to a lot of problems that some of us didn't even know existed. I was talking to a real good buddy of mine, an eye surgeon, um, and he was telling me that literally the way that they do referrals is other doctors fax requests to their office. I mean, they've been using fax forever. And, and it just blew his mind that we could do something and, and digitize it and he would know where they're coming from. Faxing. Fax. People still do that? He has a fax machine. It's crazy. Who I mean, does that? It, imagine hearing that, that sound. Kids don't even know what that sound oh is gosh. anymore. But imagine hearing that sound, you know, 10 times a day. And that, that's, your, that's your patient coming in. <laughs> Hopefully it's not on a roll of paper. Yeah. All right. Surely he's moved it, beyond I, that. Are there other options? Are there are there non rolls of paper? I don't I don't know. I think I it's seen... yeah. I think it's like just the it goes to your printer and it like just a printer, prints off yeah. a page at a time. But <laughs> but like the rolls of paper, the fax machine that was an amazing technology back uh, yeah. in the day. Yeah. But but now we've got like you said, you got your phone. You can just tap a phone on something and 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 you get all of that data. So yeah. what's um, so what is the root? of your success, Jeff. I mean, you've, you've been very successful in many different things. You, the tennis camp as a kid, uh, now you got a great orthodontic practice and you've got this other technology company that's coming off the ground really quickly. What's the root of your success? I, I've always been a dreamer in, in that I, I've, I've got, you know, five ideas a day of things that I want to do. And, and for me, um, you know, the, the hardest part is organizing them and, and, and actually making things happen. I mean, it, it's, um, my success is I, I just, I hear someone doing something and I'm so competitive, you know, with them and with myself that I need to find better ways to do it, or I need to do it differently. Um, and I think that's kind of, that's kind of driven me since I was a kid. So what is your definition of that word success? Man, that's a good question. Um, I think it's, it's a combination of happiness and relief. 
And, uh, man, I, I, I had, I don't know if I've taken the time to sit down and, uh, and, and come up with that. I'm, I'm, I'm too busy running around to, to relax enough to figure out what success is. Um, I, I think it, it goes in conjunction with, with happiness, with stress relief. Um, and, and, and it's, you know, everyone, there's no right answer. I think everyone views that, views that differently. Well, yeah, for sure. I mean, everybody's got a different definition. That's why I ask on the show. Yep. You said your first answer usually is the indication of what really, what you really think. So you said happiness and relief, which I don't think anybody's ever said before. So like, <laughs> what, what, and then you clarified it by saying stress relief the second time yep. you went through your answer. But what the happiness part, I think I understand, but what does yep. the relief part mean? Um, I, you know, I, I, I think I'm coming at that from a financial perspective. I, I don't want to, I, I will consider myself successful when, you know, I, I don't need to worry about, um, where I'm going on vacation or, or I think I'm looking at it from the financial side. It, it, it's just, a um, a hoop that I need to jump through where, where, you know, maybe I don't need to, to, to think as much and, and worry as much about some of these decisions that I make in life. Uh, you know, how, how am I going to pay off the, any student loans I have or, or, or things, things on that nature? I don't okay. know. I, right. I, it, it, I, I need therapy. I got, I got to sit down. <laughs> I got to sit down. I got to lay down on a couch with you and, and talk that through a little bit more. <laughs> well, I don't think we're going to be laying on the couch with each okay, other. Good. Soon, but... <laughs> okay, good. Good. <laughs> Now, with that as a with that as a definition, <laughs> happiness and relief, do you consider yourself to be a successful person? Yeah, yes, I am successful. I think there's there's a lot more success to come, um, and I think I've just scratched the surface of of what I want to do, where I want to be. Um, but yes, absolutely, I feel like I'm a successful person. Well, I think that um, what's interesting about being able to do this show is I get to meet so many different people for so many different walks of life and hear so many different definitions of what success is. And this is what I hope that my listeners enjoy about listening to the show is that there's so many different perspectives. And what I love to do is when I ask that question, I get all these different answers. Some are some are similar, but then when I follow it up with, well, do you, based on that definition, do you consider yourself to be successful? Most people say yes. Um, some are like, well, maybe. And then others are like, no. And so, but, but I love to hear what you say. Yes. I haven't arrived. Like it's not, I'm not hundred percent everything I wanted to achieve, but I mean, you're, you're all things being considered. You're still a relatively young guy. You've got a great practice. You got another business that you're pulling up. I mean, we could talk again in five years and, and you know, your definition of happiness and relief is still going to be probably the same thing. And you're, you're still going to consider yourself successful, still going to be things you want to achieve. So yep. what, what is kind of the next thing that you want to achieve? Is there, cause you said you have like five ideas at all time. What was there something else big brewing in the background? I, I literally wrote down three things yesterday that I've got brewing in the back. I, I just bought two new websites on GoDaddy yesterday. So I, I think it's going to be a problem for me if there's, if there's something not brewing, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how I'm going to do that whole retirement thing one day. Um, but you know, yeah, yeah, there's, there's things coming. There's, um, like I said, I'm, I'm excited about bright referral. Um, I I'm doing all kinds of cool things in the industry with custom 3d printed braces, working with light force orthodontics. And th that's what brought on the, the podcast. Um, you know, a lot of at home monitoring, um, retainer subscription things coming up. Um, and then things outside the industry that, that I'm working on as well. 
Well, I wish there was a mint ortho in the Nashville area because um, I, I go to a pretty good dentist. I don't go to orthodontist, of course, but I do go to a pretty good dentist. He's got a great practice and it's not his name, you know, like most dentists are like Dr. Smith dentistry or whatever, but he has a really good practice and I go do my, my two times a year and get my thing done. But, but what you're describing, I think everybody listening would say, yeah, that's what I want. So if you're in the Minneapolis, Minnesota area, you can go to mint ortho, take your kids there. You can go there, get yourself fixed up. Now, Tell everybody about Bright Referral because you've got, there's there's more to this than just doctors or dentists recommending orthodontists because you want to offer everybody a, a free month subscription to that So or the first month free. So how does that work for the average listener? Yeah, so anyone who gets their referrals to their business from something other than word of mouth, you know, say, um, this might be a bad example, but say, say a business school felt like you know, Jason Duncan as a coach would be, you know, where you, the next step, once you graduate from business school and you wanted to track where those referrals were coming from, Bright Referral is the perfect thing for you. Um, if you're in real estate and you want to know um, where these people from the open house are coming and, and you want to, you know, know, know where to move around your marketing dollars and, um, and pivot based on that, Bright referral makes a lot of sense. So I, I think it's going to be coming hard um, in, in several different industries coming up. Um, but if you want to, you know, learn more about how your business is working and how to take it to the next level, um, if you use referrals in any way, uh, Bright Referral can work for you. So how can they get access to that first month free when they subscribe? So they just go to brightreferral.co? Go to brightreferral.co. Um, there's a little... Um, uh, contact us in the lower left-hand corner. And if you just type in there, Jason Duncan, um, or the, you know, the, the root of all success, um, that's all you need to do. And, and we'll hook you up with the first month free with that. Boom. Boom. I love it. All right. So, so you can follow Jeff Sudit, Dr. Jeff Sudit on Instagram at mint ortho. That's M I N T O R T H O. Same thing on TikTok. Uh, maybe he's dancing on TikTok. I'm not sure what they're doing on TikTok, but uh, but TikTok and Instagram. <laughs> he's at mintortho.com and brightreferral.co. Je uh, Jeff, I want to give you the last word on our show today. So as you think about the listeners to the show are mostly entrepreneurs or entrepreneurs, they're aspiring entrepreneurs. What is the what are the few pieces of wisdom that you could give them on the way out today? Man, keep keep pushing Th those ideas that that wake you up in the middle of the night write them down and make them happen. And if you can't make them happen, put the right people around you to, to make them happen because it, it, it's a good idea for a reason and there might not be anyone else out there doing it. So, um, so man, just, just do it. Jeff, thank you so much for, first of all, having me on your show, the bite, which is going to be coming out soon to all podcast players. And then thank you for being here today on the root of all success. It's a pleasure to talk with you. I had a lot of fun today. Man, my pleasure. You know, for all of you out there, um, there there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of fake Jason Duncans out there. This is the real one, and and when it comes to the real Jason Duncan, this is the place to be. I'm Dr. Jeff Sudit, and uh, and it was a lot of fun. Can't can't wait for next time. Well, there you have it. Another very successful entrepreneur. This time, a doctor, a dentist, an orthodontist, sharing about his story of how he became successful. And I want you to go check him out at mintortho.com and go to brightreferral.co. Go down there left-hand side when you contact us. Just put the real Jason Duncan in there and you'll get a first month free when you subscribe 
to bright referral. Listen, these stories that we tell here on this show are inspiring because it means that you have a place in this world as an entrepreneur. You have the opportunity, no matter whether you're running an electrical contracting company, you're running a concrete company, that you're running a coaching company, you're running a real estate company, whatever it is that you're out there doing, there is a place in this world for you to make waves, to interrupt the patterns of other people who are used to buying your services and products in a crappy way that everybody else does. Just like what Jeff said, where he sat down with his wife and they said, what do we hate about the dental experience? What do we hate about going to the dentist? What do we hate about the office experience? And they completely change it up. And he goes from himself and one employee to 14 and he's killing it. He's absolutely killing it because he's interrupting the patterns of people in their daily life. So go check him out and make sure that you listen to stories like this here on The Root of All Success to encourage you to become more successful. Now, before we go, you know, I've been doing this book promotion for a while because my book Exit Without Exiting just came out last month. It is now a number one international best-selling book and you need to read this. It is for entrepreneurs who want to learn how to exit their businesses without selling them so that they can begin living the exit lifestyle sooner than they ever thought possible. Now, what this book does is it takes you on a journey through the stories of three different entrepreneurs. We got, we got Edward, Cheryl and James, and it tells their story about what it was like to build a business and then the attempt to get out of the daily operations of the business, that exit that we all want. Only one of them got the exit that we all think about. We think about entrepreneurs exiting their business, but even she, I've already gave it away. Even she had regrets about how she did it. And then only one of them actually exited without exiting and began living the exit lifestyle in the way that we all wish that we could do. So go pick up a copy at therealjasonduncan.com slash book. That's therealjasonduncan.com slash book. They're only $15.99 with free shipping anywhere in the continental United States. And for an extra five bucks, I'll sign it for you. Put my signature right there on the inside cover. Thank you for listening to this show. Please tune in again next time when I talk with yet another very successful entrepreneur about his or her journey to success. Until then, I am The Real Jason Duncan and Jesus is King. Thank you for listening to another edition of The Root of All Success with The Real Jason Duncan. If you've enjoyed this week's episode, visit therootofallsuccess.com to access the show notes and other helpful resources. Follow Jason on social media at The Real Jason Duncan. Are you an entrepreneur who feels trapped in the weeds of daily operations, not experiencing the freedom you thought you'd have as a business owner? Want to know the way out? Take Jason's free exit readiness assessment to see how close you are to getting ready to experience true freedom and success as an entrepreneur. Go to amireadytoexit.com today. That's amireadytoexit.com. See you again next time here on The Root of All Success. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. <laughs>